Well, here we go. Episode number three, episode show number three, season number three of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Jaguars get off to a good start today in the Sunday, January the 9th game. Trevor Lawrence leads the Jaguars down the field, eight straight completions, and he finishes the drive off with a touchdown pass. I think it was seven or eight yards. We'll check the complete stats later, but it was about a seven or eight yard touchdown pass to Laquan Treadwell and the Jaguars added the extra point uh, with, with Matthew Wright. And again, uh, the Jaguars have a seven, nothing lead Colts had their chances to score. The Jaguars defense kind of bowed up and through one quarter of play, the Jacksonville Jaguars with a seven to nothing lead, the Jacksonville Jaguars, seven, the Indianapolis Colts, nothing as now the second quarter is getting underway. The Teal Shirt Report podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. Great creation tools with Anchor.fm. Um, of course, enhancements, improvements, we've seen them over the, the course of the time we've done our uh, podcast. We started our podcast back in uh, uh, mid-January of uh, 2020, and uh, now we're in the year 2022. Happy New Year to everybody. Uh, from the Teal Shirt Report podcast, our sponsors again, Anchor.fm, Saucer Realty, Saucer Realty for your North Florida real estate needs, whether it's home, uh, residential, commercial, or business real estate. Remember Larry Saucer and his staff at Saucer Realty. Hey, they're sanctioned to buy and sell real estate in Jacksonville, Lake City, um, Live Oak, Gainesville, all areas in between in this beautiful area of North Florida. So remember Saucer Realty and for the link to Saucer Realty, go to bigjreport.com, scroll down until you get to the weather information, our 24/7 North Florida weather and you'll find a link for Saucer Realty. Also want to thank um lakeyoufallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. They got rock Saturdays, hits 2000s, Monday through Friday nights and deep cuts and um, album tracks. Unique songs late at night as well with LakeUfallHits.com. Our Georgia Bulldog football insider, Matt Max, does his uh, his music request show, his Wednesday night music request show from 7 to 9 Eastern Time, 6 to 8 Central Time. And you'll find a link to the Mad Max mix at BigJReport.com, too, in the Neighbors 2 section and also in our outside-the-box section at BigJReport.com. Jaguars with a 7 to nothing lead, as, of course, the game is now into the second quarter. Jaguars 7, the Indianapolis Colts nothing. The one touchdown pass was at the, the tail end of the first drive early in the first quarter. It was, of course, quarterback, you know, our, our First overall draft pick, Trevor Lawrence, hit Laquan Treadwell for about a seven- or eight-yard touchdown pass. Uh, the Colts, Carson Wentz playing quarterback, second quarter of the game with about 11 minutes and 20 seconds to go in the second quarter. Jaguars still clinging at home to that 7 to nothing lead, but it looks like the Colts are on the move, and they're driving into Jaguars' territory. And did we just see a fumble on the last play? The officials are getting in there to see who's got the ball. The Jaguars think they might have the football, or did they miss that fumble? Let's see what the officials do. No telling what the officials do. Oh, they're giving it to the Colts. 
Say the Colts got the ball at the bottom of the pile. Uh, number 28 apparently grabbed the fumble. There was a fumble in there. Somebody hit the ball. Somebody made a play on the ball and hit the ball, actually. Um, I'm looking to try on the replay. We're trying to see who hit the football. Looked like number 36 got in there. Uh, Gotts has made some good hits earlier in this game uh, to keep the Colts from scoring. The Colts got the ball second down and one. A nice long run, but the Jags thought they had themselves a fumble. Right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars leading 7-0. The Jaguars defense stringing the Colts out of bounds where they're short of the first down. And you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast, the Jacksonville Jaguars with a 7-0 lead over the Colts in the second quarter. We got more of the Teal Shirt Report podcast coming up. Brought to you by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. That's Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast with great creation tools. Also want to say hello to one of our BigJReport.com sponsors, uh, Saucer Realty for your North Florida real estate needs. In, uh, you know, of course, North Florida, uh, throughout North Florida, whether you're doing, um, whether you want to buy property, sell property, uh, Larry Saucer at Saucer Realty and Capital. Uh, he is sanctioned to sell and buy real estate in Jacksonville, Gainesville, Live Oak, Lake City, all areas in between that Saucer Realty. I want to thank LakeUfallHits.com. Great internet radio where it's all good in the Mad Max mix. Wednesday night music request show on Weebly Mad Max. Uh, the Mad, it is MadMaxMix.Weebly.com, but you'll also find links at uh, bigjreport.com. So we do want to salute our sponsors of uh, the Teal Shirt Report podcast and, of course, uh, bigjreport.com as well. Thank you for listening. More of the Teal Shirt Report podcast coming up. You know, we get a lot of coverage of SEC football, too. Alex Nunries all over the Florida Gators. I give you a lifetime of Florida Gator football knowledge. Mad Max, our Georgia Bulldog football insider, and JC, one of our BigJReport.com freelance writers and Teal Shirt Report producers. He's an expert on Alabama football and the SEC Western Division. So we got you covered, whether it's Jaguars football, the SEC and college football, uh, North Florida Entertainment, keep it right here. We got you covered in other area sports as well. This is the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We got more coming up. Stay tuned and stand by. Okay, so... The Indianapolis Colts get on the scoreboard with a field goal in the second quarter. That's where we are now. The Jacksonville Jaguars with a 7-3 lead over the Colts on what we kind of called the clown ball. I really haven't seen any signs of clowns yet, but I'm sure there's some clowns dressed up like clowns inside the stadium, and we'll let you know about that. But uh, Jaguars playing pretty good in the early going. Um Jaguars with the only touchdown of the game, a touchdown pass from quarterback Trevor Lawrence to Laquan Treadwell on the first drive in the first quarter. 
It was about a seven or eight yard touchdown pass. We'll get the official word on it here a little later in the podcast. And Trevor ran for a first down. He's throwing the ball back down the field again. Another completion, Marvin Jones Jr. That pass was probably close to 25 yards. That is the pass. That is why Trevor Lawrence was the number one overall pick in the NFL draft because he can thread the needle. He's playing well in this particular game, getting some good pass protection. That last pass play, man, that was at least 25 yards straight vertically down the seam. And um, beautiful pass to Marvin Jones Jr. Jaguars have the ball all the way down to about the Colts' 12-yard line now uh, with a 7-3 late in the second quarter, under five minutes to play. Under five minutes to play in the second quarter. And um, the Jags do a little running play for maybe a yard on the left side of the line, and that was about it. So the Jags trying to score again. Uh, about four minutes, 27 seconds to go in the first half. Jaguars with a 7-3 to three lead. You're listening to episode show number three of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, our third season of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, episode show number three. We completed episode show number two a little bit earlier today. So we got a lot of shows in the can you can check out uh, already in uh, 2022. A uh, little pass play by Trevor Lawrence out uh, in the flat on the right side. Looks like that was uh, LaVisca Chenault Jr., about a six or seven-yard catch. And the Jags are moving the ball with a 7-3 to three lead. And this is the best start the Jags have got off to in some time. Um, Chenault caught the pass around the four-yard line and twisted and turned and got knocked down right before he hit the three-yard line. So the Jags got third down and two big play coming up. If they don't make the if they don't make the first down, do they go for it? Do they kick the field goal? As we're kind of watching the game along with you today, Jags got the ball inside the four-yard line. Trevor Lawrence is in the pocket, going to try to throw the ball in and out of the end zone incomplete. So now the Jags will, you know, look like uh, Marvin Jones Jr., the intended receiver, but uh, the ball went uh, toward and out of the end zone, back of the end zone and out of the end zone. Let's see if the Jags, I think Trevor Lawrence is staying on the field here. Or let's see if the kicking team is, it looks like the kicking team now, finally at the last moment is coming on and the Jags will go for the points. And that's uh, interim head coach Daryl Bevel. Daryl Bevel's decision. I don't think he's going to be making these decisions um, next year, of course. This is going to be his last game with the Jaguars. Maybe he can go out of winter as an interim head coach. Okay, so Matthew Wright comes in. He's going to kick the short field goal. Looks like it's good with about three minutes and six seconds to play in the second quarter. It is good. Very short field goal. Uh, from about 21 yards out, and the Jaguars actually have a 10 to three lead. And it's uh, hey, it's great to have a lead right here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're brought to you by Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, Saucer Realty is a sponsor of ours on BigJReport.com. Also, LakeYouFallHits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. Don't forget about the Mad Max Mix, Wednesday night, the Wednesday night uh, internet radio request show, the Wednesday night music internet radio request show, the Wednesday night music request show, 
on Weebly, madmaxmix.weebly.com, but you can find a link to the show by going to bigjreport.com. You can find a link in the Neighbors 2 section uh, near our concert listings. Also outside the box where we are presently, there's a start to an article about Mad Max and the Mad Max Mix in the outside the box section on our website at bigjreport.com. Jaguars late in the second quarter with a 10-3 lead. The Jacksonville Jaguars 10, the Indianapolis Colts 3. Late in the second quarter with about just over four minutes to play in the first half. Maybe the Jaguars are trying to spoil the uh, Colts' hopes of making the playoffs. They got a shot at making the playoffs, but they need a win today. And if they don't win today, I think they've got to wait on some other things to happen to see if they get in. So the Jaguars will be either picking first in the draft in April of 2022, either first in the draft or second in the draft. I'll have one of those two picks. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. We got more coming up, so stay tuned. This is the Teal Shirt Report podcast, episode show number three of season number three, and we'll continue in just a moment. Hey, Duval. Hey, welcome back to the uh, Teal Shirt Report podcast. We're going to take a look at North Florida Entertainment, some of the uh, concerts around the area. Also, the Jacksonville Icemen have been extremely hot now at the East Coast Hockey League playoff all-star break. Uh, we'll talk about how the Icemen, I mean, they've been incredible. I mean, the Icemen have won like 11 out of their last 12 games. Uh, they have 42 total points, and they're right near the top of the East Coast Hockey League Eastern Conference standings. Uh, right there at the top, the Everblades got hot toward the end. They're, they kind of tied up uh, the Icemen with total points. But right there at the top of the Eastern Conference, uh, the Jacksonville Icemen are there. Uh, taking a look at uh, concerts in North Florida coming up. Um, some of the shows coming up that you can, uh, you know, certainly find on our website as we do have a concert, uh, uh, concert listings on the website. Let's, um, pull up some shows that we do have that are coming up. Uh, let's see, uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Here we go. Casey and the Sunshine Band, um, coming to Jacksonville on Saturday, January the 22nd of 2022 it's at 7 30 p.m coming up in a few months to the florida theater here in jacksonville florida also rescheduled now the alan parsons live project uh for the florida theater on uh, thursday evening january the 27th of 2022 at 7:30 p.m at the florida theater here in jacksonville florida i've seen this show a couple of times highly recommended again that's the alan parsons live project uh, which will be uh, scheduled for Thursday, uh, Thursday evening, January the 27th of 2022 at 7.30 p.m. at the Florida Theater here in Jacksonville, Florida. The legendary Jose Feliciano at the Ponte Vedra uh, Concert Hall in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida on Wednesday evening, February the 16th of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. And Mr. Elton John. 
uh, Elton John and the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Farewell Tour in 2022 on April the 23rd of 2022 at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena here in Jacksonville, Florida. The Steely Dan Show was actually canceled or officially postponed back in October. It was originally scheduled for Tuesday night, October the 19th at the Times Union Center. Uh, back a few months ago, back on October the 19th at 8 o'clock p.m., uh, the Steely Dan Show was postponed and now has been rescheduled for July the 20th of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the same location where it was originally scheduled to be at, at the Times Union Performing Arts Moran Center uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. So again, that will be uh, Steely Dan uh, making up a postponed show originally scheduled uh, last October, October 19th, back on 2021, about three months ago, almost three months ago at the Times Union Center. It's now been rescheduled. Steely Dan has been rescheduled for July the 20th, coming up in a few months in here in 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m on July the 20th at the same location where it was originally going to be scheduled at the Times Union Performing Arts Moran Center in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. So some good shows uh, coming up. And, of course, you can find uh, concerts on our website at BigJReport.com in the uh, Neighbors 2 area. I'm going to pull up. East Coast Hockey League stump the Jacksonville Icemen have incredibly won 11 out of their last 12 games. Uh, we'll take a look, you know, at the basic uh, standings. Uh, Utah Grizzlies lead the Western Conference with 42 points. Meanwhile, the Jacksonville Icemen were leading the Eastern Conference with 42 points, but the uh, Florida Everblades got hot in the last couple of days. And they have now caught the um, Iceman with 42 total points in the standings apiece. The Florida Everblades with 42 points. The Jacksonville Iceman with 42 points. The Atlanta Gladiators falling a little bit behind the Iceman and the Everblades. The Atlanta Gladiators with 33 points. Newfoundland has 32 points. And this is a big league. This is a league that's got like, you know, if you count up the teams, I mean, each conference has well over 10 teams. There's over 20 teams in the East Coast Hockey League. So it's been in the fifth year for the Jacksonville Iceman. They've been hot. Um, this is the best start I think they've gotten off to. They've been extremely hot. December was an incredible month for the Iceman. They have now won as of uh, January the 9th now of 2022 as we're at the East Coast Hockey League All-Star break. Incidentally, the East Coast Hockey League All-Star Game is being played in Jacksonville, Florida this week. And the Icemen at the East Coast Hockey League All-Star break have a record of 14 wins, 9 losses, 6 overtime wins, and only uh, 2 overtime losses. So when you add it all up, it's basically 20 wins and 11 losses and a total, a grand total of a grand total of 42 points in the East Coast Hockey League standings for the Jacksonville Iceman now tied with the Florida Everblades for the top for the top spot point-wise in the Eastern Conference of the East Coast Hockey League. Hey, we got more Jaguars stuff coming up. We do, you know, keep keep an eye on the Jacksonville Jaguars on this podcast. We'll keep you up to date with the Jacksonville Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, other area sports. 
Uh, we follow SEC football. Georgia is playing Alabama in the national championship game of college football. That game being played um, January the 10th. Georgia is a two-and-a-half-point favorite right now over Alabama. We do have our Georgia Bulldog football insider, uh, Mad Max. Um, of course, uh, JC is our Alabama football expert, and he's also um, also a, an expert in the Southeastern uh, Conference uh, Western Division. And then Alex Nunry and myself uh, cover Florida Gator football for BigJReport.com. Alex, you know, follows Florida Gator football extensively. So does Lucas Mann, who follows a lot of recruiting for Big J Report. And myself, uh, I've been a Florida Gator fan since I was about, what, six or seven years old. So a lifetime of Florida Gator football I'm giving you on this podcast. So we do keep up to date with the Jacksonville Jaguars, North Florida Entertainment, college football, and particularly the Southeastern Conference. And we do other area sports, too, like high school football, high school basketball. Of course, we covered Jacksonville Iceman hockey. So a lot of coverage um, in North Florida and uh, surrounding areas, of course, as well. We'll continue with more of the Teal Shirt Report uh, podcast coming up, of course. Um, we're going to continue to follow the Jaguars. Last we checked, the Jaguars had a 13-3 lead as the game was just getting underway in the third quarter between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, first drive of the game in the first quarter, we saw about a about a seven or eight-yard touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence. Uh, from Trevor Lawrence to uh, Laquan Treadwell. Uh, the Jaguars added a couple of uh, field goals and added to their lead and, and lead the Colts now 13-3 to early in the third quarter. And we've also had another scoring update. Uh, Jags kicker Matthew Wright has added another field goal. And the Jaguars' defense is playing good. Trevor Lawrence is playing with a lot of uh, confidence. Lawrence looks very comfortable today in the pocket playing with, uh, I would say this is uh, the most comfortable I've seen Trevor look in a while. And he's playing with a lot of confidence. Uh, the Jags have been held to a lot of field goals. I do know the nice touchdown pass Trevor threw to Laquan Treadwell uh, way back on the first drive. In the first drive of the um, uh, first quarter was, I believe, uh, Trevor's uh, 13. 13th touchdown pass of the season. But right now, the Jaguars with a 16-3 lead. The Jacksonville Jaguars 16, the Indianapolis Colts 3, with about 11 minutes and 32 seconds to go in the third quarter. And we've got more of the Teal Shirt Report podcast coming up. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, let me correct myself. I said something about the East Coast Hockey League All-Star break at the playoffs. Not No, no playoffs yet. This is the East Coast Hockey League All-Star break. The game is being played in Jacksonville. 
uh, great East Coast Hockey League All-Stars from all over the East Coast Hockey League will be in Jacksonville. There's well over 20 teams in this league. I'm going to sit down and count up how many teams there are. But, you know, there's at least, I think, 11 or 12 teams in each conference. And that's well over 20 teams. And the Icemen are extremely hot, winning 11 out of uh, 12. That's right, winning 11 out of their last 12 games. Jacksonville Icemen in their fifth year. And uh, part of their management group is Bob Arablo. We hope to have an interview with Bob Arablo, you know, in the next couple of podcasts that we do, we hope. Uh, we're following the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars got another field goal from Matthew Wright. And they've got a 16-3 to lead uh, in the third quarter. Uh, you know, and I hope whoever the new coach is at the Jaguars hire, I, I really hope they keep defensive coordinator uh, Joe Cullen possibly uh, quarterback coach uh, Brian Schottenheimer, but probably those are the only two. Uh, maybe if um, if Joe Cullen likes one of his uh, defensive coaches under him, maybe he would get to keep one of his defensive uh, coaches. But I think Joe Cullen, the defensive coordinator, has done a good job for the most part. Last week, kind of an aberration with uh, the Patriots just kind of kind of running wild on the Jaguars, but I think a lot of it had to do with uh, the offense and the thing just, it just snowballed out of control when the uh, Jaguars lost to the Patriots. Patriots 50, Jaguars 10 last week, but today we've got a pretty good game going. The Jaguars with a 16-3 lead uh, now in the third quarter. And Again, uh, we keep you up to date with Jacksonville Jaguars football, North Florida Entertainment, East Coast Hockey League, uh, all-star action. With uh, We follow the Jacksonville Iceman, other area sports at the high school level, high school football, high school basketball, and other high school sports as well. And, of course, SEC football, the national championship game coming up on the night of January the 10th. It will be broadcast, of course, on ESPN, the network that, Feels like they wanted to own college football, and they're pretty close to that at this point. Whether that's good or bad, you know, we'll see what the future holds. Laquan Treadwell has the only touchdown in this game. It was like a seven or eight yard touchdown uh, reception from Jaguars' first year rookie quarterback, uh, Trevor Lawrence, to Laquan Treadwell, about a seven or eight yard touchdown catch on the very first drive of the game in the first quarter. The Jaguars have um, added uh, three field goals in the game and they lead the Colts. The Jags defense playing pretty good under uh, defensive coordinator Joe Cullen and right now the Jacksonville Jaguars with a 16-3 lead in the third quarter over the Indianapolis Colts. More of the Teal Shirt Report podcast coming right up. Stand by and stay tuned. Thank you for being here. Well, some some big plays by the uh, Jaguars in the third quarter. An interception of a Carson Wentz pass uh, by linebacker Damian Wilson by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Then we saw the Jaguars drive it down the field some. Raquel Armstead made a couple of decent runs. The newly acquired running back with the Jags used to have a 
you know, used to have last year and had drafted him, you know, like three years ago. Uh, Raquel Armstead is a player of the Jags, I guess, um, had released and he was picked up by another team. I'm, I'm thinking the Giants had him at one time and then they let him go and the Jags got Armstead back and he's made a couple of good runs. He's been running and in there a little bit more than Derry Ugon Wally and uh, Raquel Armstead made a couple of good runs. Uh, there was a play where Trevor Lawrence got in trouble. I guess it was kind of a high snap, and he he went back to throw a pass and got in trouble, and then threw it as I got. He was almost falling and completed it to Mar- completed it to Marvin Jones for a touchdown. And so Trevor Lawrence has gotten two touchdown passes in this game. Uh, his first one to Laquan Treadwell way back on the first drive of the first quarter, and now a touchdown pass to Marvin Jones Jr. late in the third quarter um matthew uh, Wright, the kicker for the jaguars added the extra point and uh, the jags actually are leading 23 to 3 with about 45 seconds to go in the third quarter i saw an interesting stat that was given out during the third quarter of this game it said the jacksonville jaguars had 16 first downs the colts only six first downs in the game that was a stat put out uh, a few minutes ago in the third quarter. Um, looks like the Colts do have the ball first down inside the Jaguars 30 now with about uh, 19 seconds to play in the third quarter. Jaguars with a 23-3 lead. And um, short pass by Carson Wentz getting toward the end of the third quarter. Again, the Jacksonville Jaguars with a 23-3 lead. As time now winding down, looks like the third quarter is going to end. And the Jacksonville Jaguars have a 23-3 lead going into the last quarter of the final game of the regular season at TIAA Bank Field. Uh, Two touchdown passes by Trevor Lawrence. Big interception by Damian Wilson, who intercepted a pass from Carson Wentz in the third quarter. And the Jags got a chance to win one today. They're leading, the Jaguars are leading 23-3. As the game is getting ready now to move uh, to the fourth quarter, you're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Hey, we got a lot more coming up. Hey, you're tuned into the Teal Shirt Report podcast game in the fourth quarter. The Jaguars leading 23-3. As you know, the Jacksonville Icemen in the East Coast Hockey League have been extremely hot, winning 11 out of their last 12 games. The Jacksonville University Basketball Dolphins won a game with a last-second three-point buzzer beater to defeat to defeat uh, Florida Gulf Coast University. And we're going to check in with Alex Nunnery. He's got a report on JU's big basketball victory. It was actually, I believe, their first Atlantic Sun Conference game as the JU Dolphins defeated Florida Gulf Coast uh, University. Final score was JU 69 and Florida Gulf Coast 66. Let's now check in with the one and the only Alex Nunnery. Alex is everywhere. He's our BigJReport.com uh, sports reporter and Teal Shirt Report uh, producer. 
Uh, here now is Alex Nunnery with a report on JU basketball from uh, this past uh, Saturday night, January the 8th. Here now is Alex Nunnery. Alex? Your Jacksonville Iceman head coach is Nick Luco. He hails from Westchester, Pennsylvania. He is assisted by Brandon Mashinter. He hails from Bradford, Ontario. Mashinter, a former NHL player with the San Jose Sharks. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. A part of a BigJReport.com production. My name is Alex Nunnery. I am the sports reporter for BigJReport.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another gorgeous day here in Jacksonville, Florida. On Saturday, January the 8th, 2022. As ladies gentlemen. This evening, we are here at Historic Swisher Gymnasium on the beautiful campus of Jacksonville University for a terrific men's basketball game between the 11-4 Gulf Coast Eagles and the 8-4 JU Dolphins. Ladies and gentlemen, the Florida Gulf Coast Eagles come into this game at 11-4. Their head coach in his fourth season is Michael Ely. And ladies and gentlemen, your Jacksonville Dolphins come into this game at 8-4. Our head coach in his first season, Jordan Mincy. The JU Mighty Dolphins victorious once again, ladies and gentlemen. The Dolphins defeated Florida Gulf Coast. 69 to 66. Kevion Nolan, a shooting guard from Aniston, Alabama, with a game winning three pointer for the JU Dolphins with .7 seconds left on the clock. Nolan swished a three pointer from about half court a very clutch shot and make for Kevion Nolan that's coach Jordan Mincy's first ever win in conference play the Dolphins host Stetson hey we want to thank um, Alex Nunry uh, for those wonderful reports on JU basketball and you know he has been reporting on Jacksonville Iceman hockey High school football, high school basketball. Alex, great job. Thank you for those reports, Alex. Uh, We're also going to take a look at the shout-out list, which I'm going to continuously update. And sometimes I miss people, and I hate doing that. And, you know, when you start doing, like, a uh, shout-out list, you run into that sometimes. You really do. But we're going to run down some of the folks that, um, uh, you know, I know listen to us from time to time. Ray Jenny. Uh, Tony Lee, boy, he was in a, a, a wild-looking outfit. He had a teal and black mask on Clown Day. So, officially, I don't believe he was a clown. And I think he had, man, did he have like a, a teal chain? 
he was wearing around his neck or something too, but he had a, a really, really uh, ferocious, almost Halloween looking teal and black mask. Pretty cool looking for the day. Tony Lee, boy, you got my uh, costume for the day in the Jags Colts game. I uh, want to say hello to Ray Jenny, Tony Lee, uh, David Martin, who plays, of course, um, you know, for the Panhandle Crusaders in the APDFL League. Uh, I want to say a special hello to David Martin, Enrique Crumbs, uh, George Bowen, Big George Bowen, John Naylor, who, uh, you know, John's really helpful in our Facebook group providing the scores. I want to say hello to Bob Martin, guy I used to work with in radio years ago, Bob Martin. Always good to talk to you and uh, hear from you. And, of course, Bob's in our Facebook group, too. I want to say hello to Bobby Eyed. Uh, JC, one of our producers here on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Also, Alex Nunnery, one of our Teal Shirt Report producers. And he's a BigJReport.com sports reporter. Of course, JC is a BigJReport.com uh, freelance writer as well. Uh, I want to say hello to Mary Lou Halub. Mary Lou Halub. Uh, Mad Max, our Georgia Bulldog football insider. Uh, good luck to the dogs against Alabama. I don't know how that thing will come out. George is like a two-and-a-half-point uh, favorite in that game. I want to say hello to big Gator fan, big Florida Gator fan, Rusty Kane, uh, Larry Saucer, one of our sponsors at Saucer uh, Realty, one of our sponsors at BigJReport.com. And, uh, of course, we're saw- talking about um, uh, Saucer Realty in uh, North uh, Florida for your real estate needs, Saucer Realty. Uh, Big George Bowen played for the Southern Steam across the defensive line last year in indoor football, playing some semi-pro football. And I believe he's playing for the Dunedin Pirates uh, here in the spring or when the spring starts. Mike Pate, one of our high school classmates. I saw Mike at the last high school reunion. Good to see Mike. Good to see uh, Rusty Kane over there. David Colonel David Rogers and, and many other people we saw at the reunion. So that's kind of a sparse look at the uh, uh, shout-out list, if you will. I know we'll add some more names. There's been some names on here that I need to add back on. I do know that. But that's some of the shout-out list for the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Uh, Thank you for listening uh, to our podcast today. This is the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Always, we appreciate you uh, tuning in. And uh, please tune back in again soon because we do update our podcast Uh, With new content, we're trying to do in the neighborhood of one to three new podcasts every week on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And have a great day. Well, they're they're having the two-minute warning. The Jaguars are going to win the game today. A lot of field goals by uh, kicker Matthew Wright today for the Jaguars. Two touchdown passes by Trevor Lawrence, and the defense has played really, really good. Uh, some good sacks in the game. Uh, Gotsis has played well. Smoot, I saw uh, uh, Dewan Smoot get a big sack. The Jaguars defense has five sacks on the day. And uh, Carson Wentz has really kind of played horribly. A lot of short passes, um, very short down the field. Um, the Jaguars defensive line did not allow the Colts running game to get going. And we saw some uh, goal line stands, a couple of goal line stands by the Jags defense today. On the offensive line, Ben Barch um, made some nice blocks. Raquel Armstead, who's back with the Jaguars, now made a couple of nice runs. 
And again, Trevor Lawrence has got the um, two touchdown passes on the day. The Jaguars have the ball. They just got a first down. Trevor Lawrence ran for a first down. The Jaguars should be able to run out the clock. Now, I believe the Colts are without any timeouts uh, left in the game. And the Jaguars are going to win them a game. It's uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, 26, the Indianapolis Colts 11. We all remember Colt fever back in 1979. It comes back to roost. And I think the Colts needed to win today to make the playoffs. There may be playoffs. There may be some crazy things that, that can happen later in the day where the Colts maybe could still get in the playoffs, but it doesn't look good for them right now. The Jaguars have taken them down 26-11 to 11 with less than two minutes to go in the game. I like uh, defensive coordinator Joe Cullen. I hope whoever the new coach is, I hope they'll consider keeping uh, defensive coordinator Joe Cullen because I, I think the Jaguars are really only a couple of pieces away uh, from really putting together a good defense. They need another player to another piece or two on their defense. Um, the Jaguars in victory formation going to run the clock out. We're looking forward to uh, giving you the final stats of this last game. The Jaguars, the Jacksonville Jaguars, going to finish the regular season with a record of 3-14. Uh, and 14. Damian Wilson, the linebacker, had a, had a big interception. Um, he's, he's a player. I hope the Jaguars will re-sign in the off season. They'll have to pay him a little bit more money than he made this year. Kind of, you know, he had a kind of a friendly deal for the Jaguars this year, but, uh, Damian Wilson, I like him at linebacker. Um, it's going to end the regular season. The Jaguars running out the clock in the victory formation. Josh Allen had a sack today. DeWan Smoot a sack. The Jags defense about five sacks. Wide receiver Laquan Treadwell, a touchdown catch in the first quarter. And then we saw a, um, a touchdown catch by, um, let's see, who got the second touchdown pass? I believe it was actually uh, Marvin Jones Jr. got the uh, second touchdown catch in the game. That was where somewhere late in the third quarter. The Jags are going to win today. Uh, the Colts did score another touchdown in the fourth quarter, did convert the two-point conversion. But the Jacksonville Jaguars, big victory today. The final score, the Jacksonville Jaguars is the clock now winding down and running out. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have defeated the Indianapolis Colts. The Jaguars 26, the Indianapolis Colts 11. The Jacksonville Jaguars finished the regular season in 2021 with a record of three wins and 14 losses. Big plays on defense, five sacks by the Jags defense, an interception by Jags linebacker Damian Wilson of Carson Wentz. Um, some good blocking across the offensive line by Ben Barch. And the Jags defense was a key. Um, the Colts couldn't get their uh, running game going today. Carson Wentz just kind of throwing complete passes out in front, short passes. And uh, the Colts' offense just couldn't get going. And the Jags' defense played really a good game. I will say this. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked very comfortable today in the pocket. He looked comfortable and confident, played well. Uh, Trevor Lawrence completed his first eight passes in this game. And we do look forward to giving you the uh, complete stats of this victory in the final regular season game as the Jacksonville Jaguars win this one. The Jacksonville Jaguars uh, 26, the Indianapolis Colts 11, the final score. We'll continue with uh, more 
of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, episode show number three of season number three. More coming up on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. The Jags win. The Jaguars win. We're going to do the shout-out list. Ray Jenny, uh, Big George Bowen, who played for the Southerns team last year across the defensive line and indoor football, and he plays some semi-pro football, I believe, this year with the Dunedin Pirates. So a special hello to George Bowen. Enrique uh, Crumbs, want to say hello to you. Um, all the good folks that listen in um, uh, to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Ray Jenny, George Bowen. I um, also want to say hello to Alex Nunnery, one of our Teal Shirt Report uh, producers, uh, JC, and uh, most everybody, um, you know, listening in. want to thank our sponsors, Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. Saucer Realty for your North Florida real estate needs. Larry sanctioned in Jacksonville, Gainesville, Live Oak Lake City, and just about all the areas in between for your real estate needs, whether it's home, residential, uh, business or commercial real estate, it is Saucer Realty. You can find the link to Saucer Realty when you go to bigjreport.com. Scroll our homepage and uh, in the 24-7 North Florida weather information, you'll find a link for Saucer Realty. So again, a special thank you to our sponsors, Anchor.fm, simplest and easiest way to make a podcast. Also, uh, LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. Saucer Realty for your North Florida real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling, whether it's home or residential, commercial, or business real estate, Saucer Realty. And don't forget about the Mad Max Mix, the Wednesday night music request show with Mad Max. You can find the link to his show on Weebly. Uh, by going to BigJReport.com, go to the Neighbors 2 section, or even the Outside the Box page. Uh, you'll find an article about Mad Max in the uh, Outside the Box page. And, uh, of course, a link uh, to the show on Wednesday nights as well. The Wednesday night music request show, the Mad Max Mix. Mad Max. That's MadMaxMix.Weebly.com. So, Laquan Treadwell... Caught the first touchdown pass of the game uh, on the first drive at the end of the first drive in the first quarter. Marvin Jones Jr. caught a touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence. And uh, then, you know, I think, uh, what, Matthew uh, Wright kicked how many field goals? He Man, he ended up with like uh, four field goals on the day. We'll pull up some stats. There should be some, uh, you know, stats on this game between the uh, Jaguars uh, versus the Colts today. Jaguars had a great day. Five sacks by their defense. Dewan Smoot got one. Um, I know that, um, you know, I know that uh, some other players got sacks too. You know, such, I believe, uh, Gotsis, Adam Gotsis got a sack. Dewan Smoot uh, got a sack as well. 
And I will tell you, we're gonna we're gonna pull up the stats for this uh, this wonderful game. Way to end the season for the Jaguars, uh, for the players, the coaches, the fans, the fan base in general. This was a much needed win. This will definitely make things a little bit sweeter in the off season uh, for the Jaguars with the twenty six to eleven win. Uh, for the Jaguars over the Colts. We're going to see if we can pull up some uh, stats on uh, today's game uh, between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I know we've got some some stats on the game. Trevor had a good game. I mean, uh, you take a look at the uh, passing yards. I mean, I didn't see any I didn't see any clowns in the stands today. There could have been some. Maybe I missed one. Maybe I'll still see a picture of a clown. The main clown I saw was Carson Wentz because he didn't play very well. The Jags defense came to play. The entire Jags team, both offense and defense, came to play today. Uh, Trevor Lawrence definitely outdueled Carson Wentz today. Trevor was 23 of 32, 223 yards and two touchdown passes, one to Laquan Treadwell in the uh, first quarter. And then a um, another a second-half touchdown pass to Marvin Jones, Jr., I'm looking at the replay on that one now. Yeah, Marvin Jones got both feet down and uh, scored the second touchdown of the game, and the Jaguars win. The Jacksonville Jaguars win 26 to 11. Carson Wentz was 17 of 29, only 185 yards, one TD, also an interception. That uh, was picked off by Jags linebacker Damian Wilson. The Jags also sacked Carson Wentz five times today. Um, another critical stat was uh, Taylor, you know, the all-world, uh, all-pro running back uh, for Indy, had 77 yards. He was held on 15 carries to 77 yards. Raquel Armstead originally was drafted by a former general manager, Dave Codwell, out of Temple. I believe he was a fifth-round pick. The Jaguars actually uh, got rid of uh, Raquel Armstead, I believe, in the offseason. He was picked up briefly for the Giants. I think they let him go. He's had some health issues. I believe he had uh, some COVID issues last year. The Jaguars now, you know, with all the injuries they've had at running back, with running back James Robinson, Carlos Hyde not being able to play, Raquel Armstead had a pretty good game today. He was a leading rusher, nine carries, 52 yards. He broke off one uh, pretty significant run as well. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. had seven receptions for 88 yards. At a touchdown uh, reception as well. Uh, Michael Pittman, uh, Michael Pittman Jr., let's see, at six receptions, 64 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, and that was the only touchdown that Indianapolis got on the day. Um, looking back at the scoring, La- Laquan Treadwell, you know, I was thinking it was a seven or eight yard pass, but it was actually just a two yard touchdown pass. The Jags had moved it the previous play, I guess, down close. Uh, to the two-yard line, and that was a long drive. That was a sustained drive the Jags had to open the game. It was 12 plays, actually. Laquan Treadwell, a two-yard touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Kicker Matthew Wright added the extra point to the Jaguars, and the Jags were off to the races with a 7-0 lead, very reminiscent to what the Patriots did to the Jaguars last week. Second quarter, uh, Michael uh, Badgley hit a 41-yard field goal for Indy in the second quarter. Jags came back later in the second quarter with a couple of Matthew uh, right field goals from 22 yards out and 20 yards out. 
I mean, the Jags got close to scored more touchdowns, but they ended up with four Matthew Wright field goals on the day. Uh, Matthew Wright opened the scoring in the third quarter with a 39-yard field goal on a four-play drive. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. did make that that second that second touchdown for Trevor Lawrence, a second touchdown pass on the day. Marvin Jones Jr. caught a three-yard pass uh, from Trevor Lawrence kind of deep in the end zone. That was a six-play drive for about 45 yards. And at that point, late in the third quarter, the Jags led 23-3 over Indy with about three minutes or so to go in the third quarter. Fourth quarter, Matthew Wright, it kind of an insurance field goal from 31 yards out, and the Jags were up 26-3. to Finally, the Indianapolis Colts, with four minutes and 26 seconds to go in the game, finally got their first touchdown of the game. Michael Pittman Jr. caught a 12-yard pass from Carson Wentz. Um, let's see, the Colts went for the two-point conversion. It was a completed uh, two-point conversion pass from Carson Wentz to uh, Michael Pittman Jr. for the two-point conversion. That's how the game ended. The Jacksonville Jaguars winning it by the final score of 26 to 11. Great way to win the season. Jacksonville Jaguars 26, the Indianapolis Colts 11. Um, next up for the Jaguars, I will say something else, man. The officials, don't you just love those last minute penalty calls by the NFL officials? You think your defensive back has made a great play. And then, like, Count it one, two, three, four seconds later, the flag goes up in the air. Don't you just love those last-minute penalty calls by the NFL officials? I saw number 27 for the Jaguars. His name escapes me at the moment, but he made a nice um, uh, tackle on a uh, punt return by the Colts. Um, there was, a, there was a, uh, a juncture in the game where I think the Jags somewhere late in the third quarter had – uh, totally for the game at 16 first downs to the Colts, six first downs. And, um, you know, there's, um, you know, more stats certainly to look at uh, from this game as well. But we gave you the, uh, you know, we gave you the scoring, of course. And, um, you know, we gave you Trevor Lawrence did have a good day, 23 of 32, 223 yards and two touchdown passes and no interceptions. Wentz, by the way, had a touchdown pass but also an interception big play by defensive linebacker by the linebacker for the Jaguars, Damian Wilson, who I hope they re-sign and they, you know, keep him, you know, certainly keep him, you know, in the fold. Um, taking taking a look at uh, some of the other stats. Um, first downs, total first downs in Jacksonville Jaguars, 19. The Colts finally started getting some first downs um, like, Late in the third quarter and in the fourth quarter, they moved the ball some. The Colts on the day, 13 first downs. The Jacksonville Jaguars, 19 uh, first downs in the game. Play possession, the Jaguars, 64 plays. The Colts, 53 plays. Total yards, the Jacksonville Jaguars, 318 yards. And the total yards for the Colts, uh, 233. Taking a look at uh, some more stats that, uh, you know, may kind of jump out at us. Uh, here's a penalty stat that's always interesting to look at. The Colts, four penalties for 52 yards. The Jaguars, six penalties for 49 yards. Um, the Jags, this was kind of a rarity. The Jags controlled the ball for 33 minutes. They had the ball for 33 minutes and 19 seconds. The Indianapolis Colts, 26 minutes 
and 41 seconds. So a big day for the Jaguars. Big win. Nice way to end the season. The Jacksonville Jaguars 26, the Indianapolis Colts 11. On our next podcast, we're going to certainly turn our attention to will general manager uh, Balky be kept? Is this victory sweet enough for Sean Conn to say, hey, I think we're, we're, we're going in the right track? We'll see. But I think now that the season's over, we're going to see some activity in the next couple of days, Monday and Tuesday, to see who gets fired, who doesn't get rehired, and when and if the Jaguars, well, they're going to name a new coach. I know they're going to interview Bill O'Brien before they, they make some kind of dis, uh, decision. And Bill O'Brien will not be interviewed until after the Alabama-Georgia uh, National Championship college football game, which is going to be played on Monday night, uh, January the 10th. The Georgia Bulldogs are two-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. So we'll know something later this week. Bill O'Brien gets interviewed. There's been a slew of other guys interviewed. Doug Peterson, you know, is probably one of the leading candidates for the job. Uh, Jim Codwell has been mentioned, Byron Leftwich, and numerous other uh, coaches, offensive coordinators, former head coaches have interviewed uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars head coaching job. And again, keep in mind, general, or I should say general manager. Let me repeat that. General manager, Trent Baalke has been in on all these interviews. So if he's going to get fired, it might not be at the moment. So I think Trent Baalke and Sean Conn are going to be in on the hire of the new coach. Is there a chance the Jacks could fire Baalke and hire a new general manager? It might depend on who the next uh, new head coach is going to be. If, as long as that new head coach can get along with Baalke, Hey, Balky, Balky may be here for the uh, more than the interim, you might say. But we'll see what happens. That's going to do it for the Teal Shirt Report today. I mean, great news. The Jacksonville Jaguars with a 26-11 win. The Jacksonville Jaguars 26, the Indianapolis uh, Colts 11. I also want to mention, I know Josh Allen, the uh, defensive end slash linebacker for the Jags, had a sack in this game too. Uh, Dwayne Smoot had a sack. Gotsis had a sack. And I'm probably leaving somebody out, but there were five total sacks by the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. They kept the pressure on Wentz. Um, defensive coordinator Joe Cullen really did a good job dialing up the pressure on this game. I think the Jags on defense may be only a, a piece or two away from really having a pretty good defense. So got to re-sign some of these players like Damian Wilson. But, I would recommend to the new coach, you might want to keep defensive coordinator Joe Cullen, but I know when, you know, when you make changes, sometimes it's wholesale changes. We'll talk about all that on the next podcast. This has been episode show number three of season number three of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I want to thank our producers for producing the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I want to thank Alex Nunry, also JC. And that's going to wrap it up for episode show number three of season number three on the Teal Shirt Report podcast. My name is Scott, and I'm out. We'll talk to you again real soon. Hey, thank you for listening, and and uh, we'll be back with another Teal Shirt Report podcast. When you tune back in, we should be back in, you know, another few minutes or another few hours after you listen to this uh, particular podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Episode show number three of season number three on this winning uh, Sunday afternoon, January the 9th, as the Jacksonville Jaguars 
uh, win again. Well, they win for the third time. They beat Miami on the season, Buffalo, and now the Indianapolis Colts. So I say the Jaguars win again. This is the third time they've tasted victory. The Jacksonville Jaguars end their season with a record of 3-14 and 14 in the 2021 season. That's going to do it this time around. Again, special thanks to our producers, Alex and JC. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you again real soon. This has been the Teal Shirt Report Podcast. Have a great day. We'll talk to you real soon.